then you definitely like Nickelback. I will fight anybody in Las Vegas that says I like Nickelback, okay? <laughs> That's not even funny, Poodle. Well, like, thank you, everybody, for coming in, uh, all our in-house people and all the people listening at home. We've been setting new records daily with our downloads at Rum Chat Live during the NFR. Our fifth year? Fifth year? I don't remember. Whenever we started at the BFO tent, the Tropicana, it was oh. like 20... 20- that was back when drinks were only $18 a piece. Oh, good old days. Now, um, here we are six years later, and uh, you know what? Um, <clears throat> our podcast is its different. I know that. There's some people that like it, some people that don't. And, you know, the, the great thing is... Yeah, if, David Sharp, apparently David Sharp doesn't like it, but no, he said I don't it, really like him, so we're even. He said it's like uh, nails on a chalkboard, but here's the thing. We don't want everybody to like us. There's only... One, one group of people that everybody likes, and that's the care. Bee Gees. Piss on him. But you know what? Even if you don't like us, guess what? Today, I've got NFR tickets to give out for tomorrow for the first ever in the history of rodeo, the first ever 10 a.m. performance <laughs> at the NFR. <laughs> Rump Chat has exclusive tickets. You can't buy these bastards except for today. Thank you. No, I'm just kidding. We're gonna we're gonna give these away. Thank you, honey. But uh, it, another great day of the NFR um, last night. A wonderful perf. Uh, my my bull rider, my fantasy sage, won forty two thousand dollars, which I, which helped things. So um, I can't ever say the guy's name. Damn it. Um, well, I can say Kai's name, but Kai called me this morning, and um, uh, the guy that uh, Paul. Uh, Cawthon, God. Paul Cawthon, I guess, added, he was checking his phone this morning. He was so excited. He calls me. He's like, hey, I am, Ben. I can't do an accident. You can't do a Kai he said, uh He said that Paul Cawthon added him or, you know, started following him on Instagram and wrote him a DM and said, let's effing go. So Kai is pretty pumped because I used that, you know, cocaine cowboy or cocaine country dancing for, for Kai, and um, which we've done for a while now. But uh, he, uh, he apparently likes that. So. Uh, we're just making waves in the music industry Dude. with Kai John Hamilton, Dude, Kai, who won fifty six thousand. Kai is he? I'm so happy for him. He's such a good dude. The funny thing is, all these other guys when they come to Vegas, they like will rent a car so they can run around or Uber. So we're standing at Resorts World yesterday morning, and uh, here come the the uh, the valet with Kai's gray truck with that Capri on it, <laughs> with the huge box and the generator. Like and it's not which is just handy to whip around Las Vegas in. And on the on the this is not even a joke. On the dash of the truck is not a box, but yet a carton of Marlboro Reds. <laughs> okay, like you talk about old school rodeo cowboy Kai. He's he's definitely one of the one of the old school guys in a, a young young man's yeah. Australian. Yeah, well, body. He, you know, he he moved. Uh, he's 
on the south side of Steamville or Norris. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Bucktown. But, yeah, but he's uh, he goes to Bucktown with JB all the time. So, I mean, you kind of have to smoke to be there. Yeah. I, it's, I think. That, that was so funny. I like, tried. Remember when in Spanish when we uh, forked when we oh had JB on? I, and I thought t- I was cool, and I thought I would try to smoke a cigarette with him. <laughs> no, you did. That was the coolest thing ever. Like, me and Hambone, <laughs> we don't smoke cigarettes, all right? But when, used to. when JB pulled out this box of Marlboros, Hambone goes, how cool would that be, you know, years from now when we're looking at the history books to say, we smoked Marlboro Reds with JB Mooney. And I was like, well, do it. So Bone, he gets him a Marlboro Red, and when JB, and JB's our close friend, but when JB goes to saw on a dart, <laughs> when he takes a puff, half of the cigarette goes away immediately. So, oh, oh big timer here. Uh, I told him, I, and I said, Bone, take her easy. And he lights this Marlboro Red. I think it maybe it was a Marlboro 100 because it was long. And he just does the... Well, I forgot I hadn't smoked in 15 years, so... <laughs> Within two... You remember on... Uh, on on Young Guns when he, the, they can't see us we're in the spirit world <sighs> that Marlboro Red sent Hambone to the spirit world it was world. a little loopy loop like I was that guy though you know when you would you get you know your buddy if you smoked you always had a buddy that when they got drank and hey give me one of them give me one you know uh, that was me I was never a, you know a pack a day guy but but it just it brought back memories I, I don't think people smoke out in Vegas like they used to the, the, the casinos don't seem as smoky well, their ventilation's a lot better than like it was at the Gold Coast. Oh man, back I, in the day where it would just be a haze above me, the tables. Me and Wacy were talking about the Gold Coast yesterday, and it's like for everyone that remembers the Gold Coast when they when that was it. I mean, back in the it wasn't even that long ago, probably two thousands, two thousand one. Wow, twenty two years. Uh, but before the South Point, and before there was a watch party every ten foot. And uh, before there was 19 Cowboy Christmases, there was the Gold Coast, where they would bring in 45 huge water tanks full of ice and beer. And I'm going to sound like an old man here, but that's back when beers were $2. Could you imagine how much partying you could do today if beers or drinks were only $2? And that bar, it's completely different now. They remodeled it years ago, but... There was a bar that was probably, I don't know, as long as this booth. And the tables were behind it. And for those of you who remember, if you went there after the perf, it would take you an hour to get from one end of the bar to the other because it was just stacked with people. And I'm pretty sure that even guys would just go to the bathroom on the bar and nobody would even notice. Oh, I, I know one guy that did. I know. I'm not going to say his name. It, it rhymes with Ressy Rail. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, you know, um, these kids today, I, I mean, we sound old. Kids. But the kids today will never know what it was like. The, the, and you know what the best thing was, too? You drink $2 beers all night long at the Gold Coast, and then you go to that cafe in the corner, uh-huh. and you could get steak and eggs and coffee for like five bucks or if then you know or if you uh, knew steve fexer and you remember his code and you just wrote his code in there and then it would be comp oh i wonder if you know looking into the future with our kids thanks steve i, I wonder if uh maybe someday my son will be like you know my dad said back in the days you were able to get a whiskey for 20 dollars back then could you imagine how awesome it was if a whiskey was only 20 bucks man so the guy last night, we had a, at a Resorts World, the official after party for Rodeo Vegas, which if you guys listening or coming out for anybody at the convention center here, um, 
we had Treaty Oak Revival last night, which those guys were amazing. Yeah. And, and they, and I don't mean this rude because I, I don't, but they all look like they just got done working at a tire shop. You know what I'm saying? Like they look <laughs> like our kind of people. They like blue collar American. Yeah, and they can sing, and they had a following now. I mean, it was it was it was packed. Uh, just an amazing job. Great turnout last night, um, and so that. That was pretty cool, but the uh, one of our uh, our friends from Hayden Outdoors, um, he, well, he's my friend now. He pulled me aside and he said, uh, "He goes, I love your podcast. However, there's one thing that I don't want you to do anymore." I was like, "Oh, complain about the Cowboy Channel?" No, no, I'm going to keep doing that. Um, he said, uh, "I don't want you to say anything else about OU football." Okay. Okay. That's not going to happen. And oh, that's him. Yeah. Oh, he plays for OU. Tanner Bomb from OU Sooners, right here. So uh, we, he's like, he was telling me, he's like, man, a bunch of the OU guys love your stuff. So please do not say anything about OU. And I said, well, uh, what about OU when you got beat by KU this year? That's not a big deal. But uh, Tanner Bomb, OU Sooners, apologize, Boomer Sooner. My wife loves it. So. <laughs> uh, you know, we got, we got several guests today, but before we get started, you know, Pete Carr from Pete Carr Pro Rodeo, the stock contract and a stock contractor at the NFR, bringing more stock, more horses, more bulls, bull of the year, Bayou Bengal. Um, his horse out last night was the highest ranked marked horse of the NFR. Um, so uh, just a, a great dude. Pete is a really good golfer. I don't know if you guys know Very that. good. Very good golfer. Um, scratch golfer, if you will. I don't know what scratch means, but... It means good. Yeah, but so anyhow, Pete's been bringing to this show every day, every year. Big shout-out to Pete Car Pro Rodeo. And uh, Billy Jones and his people, Josh Edwards, picket man at the NFR, Pete Car Pro Rodeo guy. So we'd like to thank Pete Car for being there since uh, our first year. Been a, a sponsor. Uh, well, second year. Yeah. Because our first We really didn't have anybody the first year. Our first year, we were at a picnic table outside of a tent with nobody there. And remember, we're like, well, we got 300 downloads. Cool. And it was. Yeah, we were rocking and rolling. Yeah. Um, before we get to our, our first guest of the day, also, today's rodeo of the day is actually one that I'm sure most of you have seen if you watch the Cowboy Channel. Yesterday was Texas Tech Red River, or Red River, Red Raider Rodeo. Brought to you by Red River Arenas. <laughs> That's not confusing. Uh, You're doing good, Bear. You try. Red River uh, Arena. Red, okay. But anyhow, uh, today's Pro Rodeo of the Day that sponsors us. And the, the reason we like to put these out, if you get a chance to support your local rodeo, do it. Don't ask for, don't ask for somebody. Oh, look here. Chuck Kite. Come on up, Chuck. Chuck. Chuck, Chuck, come on. You're the flank man at the rodeo of the day. How about it for Chuck Kite, everybody? Come on. Chuck, is Chuck, that your baby? Chuck, get your big ass up here or I will yeah, fight see, you in the parking lot. Even the lot. cute little baby's clapping her hands. Chuck, she wants up. you to come up Just here. for a second, Chuck. Come tell everybody how to live their life like you do us. Chuck is my friend. These people. I can't understand. I don't know what he said. Come up here on a microphone, Chuck. Chuck, we got the microphone. Please stop by. Okay. Chuck is one of those. He's one of those guys, you have a friend that, like, everything you do is stupid. <laughs> but, but Chuck, Chuck at, at Flagstaff, Arizona, he gets so mad, this horse wouldn't sort. Well, anyway, something happened, and the gate gets pinched off, cuts the end of his finger off. He got so mad, he threw his finger at, at the horse. 
And, and Binion's down there scrambling to try and save his finger to put it on ice so he can sew it back and, on. He goes, I don't want it anyway. And he still flanked that night. Yeah. Well, since he There won- it is. <laughs> Old so, 9.5. Be sure to give Chuck a high four and a half over there um, if you get a chance. But, uh, you know. New Wisconsin people. The, uh, the Red River Rodeo. Oh, God. Cook's Red Garage. Raider. Rodeo, PRCA Rodeo. It's its uh, third year, and it's a, it's a, after a two-week deal. So the college rodeo is week number one. The pro rodeo is week number two. Three performances, and on the on the fourth dates, uh, they do something that not a lot of people do. They don't limit the bull riding. So it's not an extreme bulls, but they have a bull riding slack, but it's, it's like Bad Company used to do where it's not slack. They have the actual performance on the last day. And um, last year it was a, a lot of performance because we had junior bull riding. Which uh, that's junior bull riding in itself, like, is pretty wild when you have all the age groups, like the walk and trot, the seven and under walk and trot bulls. But so, uh, in some of the wildest ranch bronc riding that that we've seen, I mean, those, yeah, you you get all kinds of different ranch bronc riders. You get the actual ranch ranch bronc riders, and then you get the ones that are really good bronc riders. And they dress up like the eighteen hundreds. Uh, at Lubbock, we kind of had a mix of, of both. Just guys that show up in a Jason Aldean jacked-up truck with the girlfriend sitting in the middle seat. Yeah, but if you ever – if you listen to the song Cowboy in the Continental Suit. Yeah. Where they're I, talking about how good that I played was. for that kid in Sydney that yeah. rides with the Continental Suit and a cigarette. The one kid that came to Lubbock, he showed up on a Honda Civic. And nothing gets a Honda Civic, but he gets out and, and he was, like, wearing short shorts. Really short, like – shorter than you need to be wearing and and so he was parked beside me and i'm like who's this guy and then he puts on this whole outfit like jeans and stuff and batwing chaps gets on wins the bronc riding and then just gets his shorts back on and leaves in his civic like i don't know where he came from i don't know where he went something 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 i haven't seen him since no no i don't know uh again like yesterday it's pretty awesome to have a bar and a bathroom by the announcer stand which is handy. And the restaurant that's in there, you come for the rodeo, you can actually Great sit, food. You can sit in the restaurant and watch the rodeo because inside the restaurant, the restaurant's right by the arena. There's a $2 million stage as the backdrop. And uh, they bring in concert quality, I mean, huge speakers, two of the biggest big screens you've ever seen. They've had, you know, 10,000 people concerts with Cole Wetzel, Nelly, uh, who else? Well, they got, yeah, it's a great venue. Do you know who Just was like there? Just the stage, two levels, and, like, they have companies that have the suites, but it's just railed off, and it comes around the stage. It's, it's pretty cool. And you know who else they had in concert during the pro rodeo there? Joe D. Messina. Joe D. Messina. Bye-bye, love, I'll catch you later. It was, and you she could still sing. She was great. Remember that somebody passed out or something during the, she stops the show and <laughs> Yeah. Somebody just passed out right in the front. Yeah. And then we all prayed. Oh, yeah. That the, was weird, but it was great. It was cool. Yeah. They, they came back to life, but. it Well, I, it was a grandma, remember? Because the grandma. Oh, I couldn't see. The grandma. I was looking through a whiskey. The grandma took her. Glass. Now, you're going to think I'm making this up, but I'm not. A grandma took her granddaughter, who was in college, um, to the concert. But they pre-gamed, and they got the grandma shooting whiskey. And then the grandma overheated because she was, like, in the mosh pit of the Jody Messina concert. And then she fell asleep while she was standing. She's okay. 
now, but yeah, Jody Messina stopped and and it was, and then she sang Heads Carolina. So I mean, that was great. Um, you know, before, a lot of people. And before we get to our main guest, which uh, our guest has been a guest several times, but before we get to that, uh, I want to ask a couple guys to come up here real quick. You know, oh, yeah. everybody that's in the podcast world, I just want you to know there's not some weird. Uh, fight club among podcasts but i want these cody and nance come on up here um these two good looking fine young gentlemen yes right on up here with long hair with glowing mustaches all right with oh yeah heck yeah stickers yeah i don't know if both of those why work. are we sitting check, so check, far away hello. from you do you stink that bad actually yeah scoot in here a little bit not i don't know i was moving chairs around my bad not too not too close but uh if you had, <laughs> If you guys, okay, if you're ever in the car and you think, man, we want to listen to Rump Chat, but we have kids and we and don't. we only put out a 40-minute episode. We don't want to <laughs> subject them to it, so be sure to go check out. You guys. You guys oh, there's not an E beside your name on iTunes? No. Aw. Not yet. There not you go. Yet. It's going to happen. <laughs> they are not explicit, but they're in the world of podcast, uh, I don't know any podcast in the country, Western lifestyle that can out-mustache no, these guys got it going on. Unbeatable. So, how long have and how long have y'all been kicked your podcast off? Since February of last year. Yeah. Yeah. Or this, or year. this year. This year. This year. Yeah. So we're nine months, ten months into it. And it's called Everything Rodeo, and your guys is video people. Yeah, that's that's where we lack you, because we're apart. You know what I mean? Yeah. We we're not together, and so that if. And when we are, we still don't do it. But, you know, we were together more. Do you guys have a studio all set up? And We got a studio in Nace's uh, crawl space. It's legit a crawl space. We uh, built it up and, like, put boards and built a studio. Um, our video guy is the best in the business. Is he um, here? Yeah, he's right, right here. Yeah, oh, he's nice. You're the video guy, too? I do all the media. N- Nace yes. does all, yeah. the, all the videos, all the uh, editing and everything for all of our podcast, all of our uh, rodeo videos and everything, so... He is the best in the business. How would you like to join Rump Chat? <laughs> you know, I've been asked that, actually. Yeah. yeah. Some guy that's on stage with us has asked that a couple times. Yeah, you should join, and then you guys do our video, stop by. Yeah. Uh, me and Hammond will grow mustaches. Yeah. Well, if, were we? If, if you grow a mustache and it beats ours, we'll join Rump Chat. Where, where we missed out years uh, when we first started, it was, uh, where's Ferg at? You know, we thought we just have a group of podcasts, you know. Sorry. And, um, and, you know, and it just we're all one family, and then you distribute, and then you, you share. And, you know, we were thinking having Tom and have one, but we kind of missed the boat on that. But anyway, but, yeah, I have caught uh, a lot of your stuff. You guys, you guys do a great job. And, and that's the thing. Podcasters, I mean, everybody's got time. You get sick of music, and we only do hopefully one a week. Yeah. But um, so there's everybody's like, you know, what other podcasts are out there? So yeah. it's it's always cool. good. We're we're all about promoting other right. guys if they're worth a shit. And you guys are. So that's yeah. congratulations. Yeah, I think media, too, is really important nowadays, too. I think if you guys had videos with Rump Chat, they, th- that's that's where we went viral is our first podcast. We didn't know how to end. So I was like, what's the first song that comes to your mind, Cody? And he picked the fireman by George Strait. So we're just Calvin Jump the fireman, fireman, you know. And so we got we got to singing. And then after every podcast, that's how we ended. And then we started cutting those, putting them on TikTok and Instagram and stuff. People are like, so we're like always singing cowboy karaoke is what we call it. Yeah. But uh, it you start singing those, some Jody Messina. Once you said that, I got fired up a little bit. Yeah. Gets me going. Shania Twain. That, that's, that's what kicked it Let's off. Let's go, girls. Yeah. yeah. 
that's the song played at every barrel race across the country yeah. every time. Yeah, <laughs> not mine. Let's go to the WPRA barrel race. Let's go, girls. Da, 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 yeah. da, da. No. No. Uh, no Shania on your playlist. Playlist. Yeah, maybe on Canadian night I might do a, oh, yeah. maybe a little sing along oh, yeah. or something. Right. You know. Yeah. yeah. See that's that and Nickelback, who I do love, Lacey. <laughs> you watch your mouth. <laughs> I did notice. See, that's where I first kind of discovered you guys because I was looking at reels or something one day. That's where I saw you guys. You know, in the back. Cinch. I'm like, what? Who are these cats? Yeah. yeah. I was too. Cinch is ours. No, I'm just kidding. I was yeah. like, who are these? Who are these dudes? And they're singing. And I was like, first I was pretty judgmental. I was like, that, that's what we do as humans. Yeah. yeah. I want. I want to know what came to your head the first time you seen us. Be honest. I, I said to myself, I said, who are these two dipshits? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Was this before you met us in Sykeston? Yeah. Or after? Okay. Well, see, but here's here's the thing. Why though. didn't I meet him in Sykeston? You were working. Well, we didn't go this year. That was, yeah, like, was I would have been before, before the podcast, uh, I guess. So yeah. you'd have seen it yeah. after. Where are you guys? Are you, where are you from then? Uh, I live in southwest Missouri. Yeah, and I'm um, in north, northwest Arkansas. But we're only 20 minutes apart. Yeah. Down to Neil Boot Hill. Yes. No, we're not in the Boot Hill. We're on the opposite end of that's, the Boot Hill. Oh, southeast. I'm yes, sorry. Yes. Southwest. I mean, yeah, okay. Yeah, so that's, yeah. And I, I do feel bad about that because, I, you know where they said, don't judge a book by its cover? Like, <laughs> but just the way. And, and but not, you did. No, not saying it's right. But, like, most people like somebody until they have a reason not to. Which, this is not right, but this is the way I'm built, the way I am. It's like, I'm going to hate you until I think you're cool. Like, yeah. I, I, it's not right. <laughs> Here, here's what That's I did. What I do when I'm watching you guys, and, uh, you know, of course, on the toilet, like everybody else watches reels. That's right. <laughs> and I'm like, watching, I'm like, oh, that's pretty funny. Screw those guys. And then I swiped on. <laughs> that's exactly They right. made me laugh. Yeah. Screw them. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if people even know that we had a podcast at that point, because yeah. we were just posting singing, singing videos, so... But it, it drives people too. That's the thing. Reels right. is kind of the way, and that's that's where, it, like again, it's hard for us. But we've got to step worse, Ferg. Get on it, Ferg. Well, how old are you guys? Uh, I'm 27. I'm 18. And if you put those two together, You're that's 18? how old I am. <laughs> no, I'm 27. I was like, <laughs> I was like, you were <laughs> drinking at my party last night, you ass. <laughs> uh, so you guys are actually you guys are recording your podcast live daily too. Yes. Yeah, we are. We're live at the Plaza. Uh, hotel and casino. They got a trade show upstairs, third floor. Um, we're live there every day, one o'clock. Who have you? Have you had some pretty go- cool guests on? Yesterday uh, we had Santa Claus on. Yeah, Santa came I was on. Like, hey, Santa, dude, Santa. I know him. The only Santa. <laughs> like it was pretty legit. Oh so man, I wish I'd known that. I sent my wife know. and son over does, there. Does, uh, did you ask me if he listens to Rump Chat? I didn't. <laughs> no, we should have. I'm pretty sure question. you're on his naughty list, though. Yeah. What he, yeah. That's What's true. his favorite cookie? A, a snickerdoodle. Yeah. Duly yeah. noted. Yeah. I did. Uh, I, I asked him, I said, uh, how do you feel about all these trending songs? Like, I saw Mama kissing Santa Claus. You know, how? what's what's Mrs. Claus think about that? He's like, oh, you know, ho, ho, ho. Yeah, he, <laughs> he was like, really, he did a great job. So He's, to that answer, he said, well, me and Mrs. Claus have, have uh, talked to that about that song a bunch. And um, we've just realized that people's just going to have their fun, but they're on the naughty list. <laughs> You think? Wow. <laughs> oh, the coolest part about the whole thing is, I don't know if you've seen our videos, we drink Yoo-Hoo's. We always have Yoo-Hoo's, like the juice box Yoo-Hoo's on our table. And uh, he came to the booth and he said, pulled them out of his pocket. I was Santa like, brought smokes. us Yoo-Hoo's, so that was pretty cool. Straight from the North Santa ain't getting a Yoo-Hoo at my house. <laughs> you, you grab by that cooler what Santa's going to get right there. <laughs> we, we also had another Cinch and Dorsey, Wade Sundell, the other day. That was a really good podcast. Good so um, you guys can go back and listen to it. 
This is Wade. What, we've been waiting to get Wade. This is what Wade's one of those we have to be in the same yeah. room. So what's yeah. funny is when I talk to Wade, he's like, I promised Rump that I would be on his podcast is, first. And I literally said, Rump will be okay with it. <laughs> well, first off, it's not his podcast, okay? <laughs> oh, your podcast. <laughs> it's ours. Ours. I believe the word you're looking for is conglomerate. Just because it says Rump first doesn't mean no. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, see, Wade, you know, Wade I grew up with, so I've always held him to that. But now I'm going to really... You can, now I'm going to really yeah. give him some crap. Yeah. Have you guys ever smoked a cigarette with Wade Sundale? I've not. Never. Have you ever smoked a cigarette at all? I have not. Uh, back in high school, I tried smoking a cigarette one time, and I about died. Um, was it a Marlboro Red? It was. <laughs> I was going to be cool at the bull riding, and everybody was smoking back behind the chutes and kind of like hand bone. I drew back real, mm-hmm. and then Here, I proceeded to this is when for five I, minutes. This is when he realized he had... Yeah. <laughs> yes, pretty much. You guys should do a reel of that. Um, both of you take your video, and you guys dress up like JB, both of you, and you see who, <laughs> can, see who, can, Cody. who can do it before they <laughs> cough and gag. You, and you buy one box of Marlboro Reds, you set them on the table, and you set a, uh, you set alarm for 30 minutes, and whoever can smoke the most Marlboro <laughs> Reds wins the JB challenge. Uh, right, everybody? Would that not be good right there? Everything ready? <laughs> I, I don't – you know, the, I, okay, I, I said 15 years. since I, Now it's coming back to me. Cody Webster and I sat outside the Legion Club in Sydney, Iowa, and uh, Ralph Tackett was sitting there, you know, pulling on a dart. And we said we, – Webster and I were pretty drunk, and we said, let's have one, Ralphie. This is about five years ago. And my wife walked by me, and she goes, you're an idiot because she knows I'm going to be the next morning going, oh, why did I do that? You know, it's like a raccoon pooped in my mouth. Ugh. But How anyway, get your trailer. <laughs> don't smoke, children. Yep. If you're listening out there, don't smoke unless you want to cigarettes. Ride bulls. Cigarettes. So, so, who do you guys got on for the rest of the week? What you? Uh, we're actually. Or, or we're, do you do like we do, and we just hope for the best? That's, that's, <laughs> that's kind of what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much how it goes. Yeah. We had some people lined up. And for some reason, they're, like, ignoring my calls. Mm. Um, I don't know. It's just because we're terrible podcasters or what. But they just won't return my phone calls. So, Well, and, and I think, too, like, when everybody said, well, what's your schedule? Or who do you got coming on during the finals? It's so hard to get with these guys. Yeah. Because they got so many they got obligations. Schedules. They have a lot more fans than we have. <clears throat> so they're, like, signing autographs and Except stuff. Except for one guy. that uh, Jeremy Bueller is at every autograph signing every – Jeremy. Jeremy Bueller. Jeremy Bueller. Oh, he's talking to somebody. He's talking to a fan. Jeremy, you are at the every autograph booth everywhere I go. I'm starting to believe there's more than one Jeremy. (laughs) Like, hey, which one are you? That guy (laughs) likes red wine. I know that much. (laughs) I did. So you can't get him on your show because. So I I think next year at the finals, we need to have autographs signed for podcasters. <laughs> we might be the only ones that show up. Nobody's going to come to like we're going to sign autographs for, but it would make us feel good, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, what I've wanted to do in the past, and I, I hope <laughs> to get this done, because you know we we obviously want to do stuff for charities, uh, and we we've got to do we've done a lot for uh, with Kyle Carell with Spurn One for Autism, trying to raise money for his cause uh, through the Tattoo League. We've got to give money to Brooks Blossoming Hope for Childhood Cancer Research. I would like to have at the NFR. A dodgeball tournament, dude. Oh, let's I'm do down. it. You know, I, they would raise money. We've talked about this. I really want to have like a bulldog or slap off. You know those Rus- Russian slap contests. Oh, that would never oh. work. But just That's, bulldoggers. Yeah. Oh. But Clayton Haas said, "Ain't nobody hitting me." 
and he and he stared into my soul when he said that, and so I said, okay. But yeah, but think about it here. I go even if it's, if it's your friend, just for fun, not happening. I would I would pay for that. I would pay I to would. go watch. I would too. But anyhow, five thousand. I'm not slap getting contest. slapped, but I would watch. You'd Could you a, imagine taking a a slap from Will Loomis? No. Dude. If I on that. if I had to pick one bulldogger to be slapped by, it would probably have to be. Rowdy, Tyler, Rowdy Parrot. Tyler Wagusback. He's got very small hands. <laughs> so. I don't know about that. I would, I would not want to be slapped by Stan Branco. I would not want to be slapped by pretty much anybody else. Yeah. No, I might take one from Dalton Massey. He doesn't seem so bad. Can you imagine doing a bareback rider slap contest? Have you ever shaken a bareback rider? You would think they'd be just so strong, but they all do like the noodle. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they, they show up for the, the chance slap uh, Jesse, contest, uh, and they get it all wrapped up. Because they have no feeling in their hands. Yeah, that was the Mark Gomes hand from 1998 <laughs> world champ, Mark Gomes. But That's well, it. Well, guys, thank Perfect. you so much for yeah. stopping by. We, uh, we appreciate yes, you. If you're listening out there, be sure to how, tune into everything. How, how can I catch your uh, podcast? Uh, we're on Spotify, YouTube, Amazon. We're on some stuff we didn't even know we was on. Yeah. Um, so it, literally, if you just search everything rodeo, you will find us. Okay, before you go, you got to sing a song. Well, sing a part of a song. You put are, a song on that mixer? Yeah, you are uh, the song man. Oh, God. So <laughs> you really, give us a good sing-along yeah. song. Come uh, on, NFR sound man. <laughs> I, I really want to go. If we weren't doing this in front of people, I would, I've would. i got, and now that's in my brain, you know, some two live crew maybe. But, uh, oh, I thought you played that, I, that the that other we know. It's, hey, we want a party. Oh. Not, hey, we want some. <laughs> You gotta when I first <laughs> heard it, when I heard that riff, I know. Somebody I, say, I was like, he's getting fired. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you enjoyed uh, your first three performances of the NFR forever, Hambone. Yeah. Oh, God. I don't even. Okay, well, you know what? Something let's, classic. I think let's, go, yeah. let's go back to this here. Oh, here, let me. I, got, I can get the karaoke version. Hold on. Uh, oh, how do you spell karaoke? K-A-R-A-O-K-E. <laughs> All right, hold on. You're going to have to wait for the ad because I'm too cheap to pay. Yep, hold on. What kind um, of sound guy are you? I don't pay for those ads. I refuse. <laughs> He's like a regular PRC I have sound to, guy. I have to steal all your music. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Screen record. What did you see? Was that uh, live wire? Fireman. That's my name. Making my rounds all over town, putting out old flames. Oh, Come on, Grump. Everybody yeah, like to have what I got. I cool them down when they're smoldering hot. I'm the fireman. That's my name. Burn them up. That's like my favorite part of the Yeah, oh. how about that, everybody? Every- Thank y'all. Oh, Appreciate good job, guys. We are closing. Oh, yeah. Thanks for checking in, sticking around. And listening to another episode of the Everything Rodeo and Rump Chat podcast. Yes. Make sure you go like and subscribe, Everything Rodeo and Rump Chat, because we're the best two podcasts in the business. That's, that's true. That's true. Yes. Thanks, Round sir. of applause, boys. Thank Give you it up for stopping by. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Appreciate you. We got to work on our singing. Yeah, I know. We suck. Well, our next uh, our guest here, this, he's a, I'm, I'm going to try to say all the right things. He's a hoot, for one. If you've never listened to Rump Chat Raw, you need to. Um, we won't be able to be as raw today as normal. <laughs> and so, Bert, um, I hope that you realize that we are in a bunch of families today. Um, but this guy has been a rodeo clown forever. He's got one of the best acts in the PRCA. He's performed all over Canada. He's performed with circuses, 
rodeos last year San Antonio the National Western Stock Show and Rodeo the greatest dog act there is um, just a cool dude that is kind of shitty at Pro Fantasy Rodeo but they call him the Copper Town <laughs> Clown from Copperopolis, California Bert Davis Come, what was that stuff right there? Come right on over, Bert. Well, no, wait a chair. minute. Wait a minute. No, it's all right. I you like know, that far chair. You know, you tell me we start at 11 o'clock, and I stand over there because I didn't want to do a Joe Biden up on the sta- you know, stairs right there because I knew I was going to fall, right? And then Ashley gets me a drink, and now I'm ner- nervous. And then we come up here, and we listen to a Junior Dale Brisby <laughs> for the last 10 minutes. Yeah, Good job, guys. And if you need anybody, I'm available, okay? Yeah. And, 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 and Bert's, oh, you know, Bert's but, hey, not, he doesn't even have two good feet to stand on. I can't believe you kept him off stage that long. Uh, well, he could have said that. What are the chances? Are we going to be able to see the foot today? No. No, you're not. That could be a You know, you've seen it. it at Raw, <laughs> you know, when Justin couldn't feel his feet. But, you know, <laughs> what I don't get, you know, you bring other people up here. You know, I, we got up at 5 o'clock this morning because we stay about 35 miles out of town because we got all the dogs with us. We got them up. It's freezing out there. You know, it was cold. Get here. And now I'm standing. And, you know, and I'm a senior citizen. And, uh, you know, here we are. And I only got 15 minutes to talk. Oh, no. It doesn't matter. We got half an hour. We got got more than 15 minutes there, bro. Oh, yeah. But, you know, uh, remember our first one went two and a half hours. That's true. Yeah, but we were, well, we're drinking now. But, uh, you know. I was already told I can't say. Bert, you can sit down if you want. I don't want to. (laughs) So then why are we complaining about standing? Well, no, I'm not complaining about standing, you know, because I, I do a lot of, I, I don't know if I'm part Italian or not, but I do a lot of talking with my hands. But let's talk about this pro rodeo fantasy. You know, very exciting when you said Lefty Holman, 90-some points. Well, and I think. Because he got screwed last night, and he's on my team. But and which, by the way, in our little Justin Rumford and friends team, who's a. Uh, who was number one in the second round, and who was number two in the third round? I gotta check on all this. And where was uh, the town clown? Which I got a bone to pick with you, dude. What? All right. You know I've been called the Copper Town Clown since 1987, I think. You know because I moved to Copper Office, California, lived there for a while, and then got a divorce, and you know, you know the rest of the story. <laughs> but I look, at, you know, I joined Rodeo Fantasy. I want to be on your your deal, and you're called Clown Town. Now, I'm the Coppertown Clown. Well, you look at it with the way the committees are. They think the Clown Town is the Coppertown Clown, and they've hired you and left me unemployed with all the dogs because they wanted the guy with the dogs, and you don't show up. All you do is you little motorcycle, jump over a table that can only hold 40 pounds, and that's going to break as soon as you look at it. Yep, that's and, the one. And, and you win Clown of the Year. Or no. having a MILF contest. I don't know. No, that wasn't a, that wasn't a MILF. That was a fun mom's race, Bert. But it's yeah. a what? It's a fun mom's race. It's a fun mom race. Um, how's that, the, the how's re- that? How's that lawsuit going for you? No, it's about over. Hopefully, okay. but uh, you know that the reason I picked Clown Town for my for my pro fantasy name was because there's a song, and I'm not going to say it here, but there's a song that's out that sounds like Clown Town that I <laughs> I made my own remake to. <laughs> Clown okay. Town. I'm going right. to Clown Town. My nose is red. My yeah. cowboy hat's brown. Yeah, but. <laughs> You know, right now, you know, you said last yesterday about game, you know, game on. You know, how does it feel to be having your own league and you're damn near at the bottom? 
Well, you know, you know, you got a rodeo announcer, and me lead have been leading the top. You know, now Ashley has come on, but you you're still down there at so, the bottom. So here's I'm the deal. so embarrassed. I didn't even. You didn't. You're not in it, are you? I didn't even get signed up. He's in the family. yeah, but you know, congratulations, Josh, sound man of the year. Very Thank cool. Thank you. So you know, very cool. But on the you pro, know, on and, pro fantasy bird, you know, and the deal, on, you know, we had Benji for a lot of years, and he did awesome. Kind of changed the way the NFR was, but and you can't do do do, do, do too much on a computer. But hasn't Josh rocked the house the last four or five nights? I thought it's been dang good, and not trying to copy Benji or anything else, but it's just a different style. And you did a great job. You know, speaking of awards, it's hard following Elvis. Yeah, you know, well, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah, like pretty nerve wracking. You know, that or Leon, one or the other. <laughs> what do you say? Following Le- that Elvis or Leon? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah because we have both been there. Bird's it, coming out with swinging Bird today. I out. love this. Hey. This is. Hey, Go Bird. Hey, I only got far. You know what? What, what another ten minutes? Franny, what'd you do no, this morning? Yeah. Hey, don't answer that, Franny. <laughs> hey, but you this know, this is a family show. Know, on a year-end awards. You know, I didn't go. I don't. I didn't go to the banquet because I only go when the tickets are free. You know, and um, I didn't get nominated this year. Uh, but I looked at the dress act of the year award. All of them standing on a stage. You know, and you know, I'm a little twisted in my humor, so I'm looking at the top five dress acts of the year. You have a Canadian American that he doesn't know what he is. That's a cancer survivor. God, you know, thank you, God. He, he has a horse act with wild mustangs, and he's got a broken leg. And then you have newlyweds, Ryder and Bethany. They just got married, and he's already just got a hip replacement. What's going on there? Yep. <laughs> Hell of a honeymoon. Yeah, and then you got wounded knee Indian princess, Haley. Then you have the one-armed electrician. Yeah, but John Payne's defense, he's been yeah, one arm free. He had the one arm electrician. And then you have a Canadian trick rider with an anchor baby that's going to be in May. <laughs> you know, that is diversity in our sport of rodeo right there. <laughs> what? No, no, it's all right. We, repeat what, that. What's wrong, Josh? What's an anchor baby? Well, you know, she's Canadian. She got pregnant by an American guy. She's in here forever. <laughs> I know. You know, we always talk about the south border. Why don't we talk about the north border? You got Halstead coming down. You got Maddie coming down, taking all her work, and they go home now. And then Maddie married American, and now they're she's going to be American. <clears throat> oh God, I don't know how that works, Bert. <laughs> I'm not an expert. <laughs> but Neither am I. But according to some of the people on the Cowboy Channel, they think I am. Boy, I stirred some shit the other day. What did you do? Uh, I'm on it all the time. You know, then, you know, I appreciate people being fans, but when you get beat up, when Josh gets beat up, Brad Narducci gets beat up, oh, look, a dog act. That's original, you know, and uh, I'm very proud of what Freddie and I have done, you know, with the dogs, and, uh, and we appreciate fans, but they don't need to be so negative because you look at the, the big picture, there's people screenshotting all that stuff that is said on Cowboy Channel, the animal activists, the people that are trying to put us under. All they do is, hey, look at the fans. They, even the fans don't like them. Mm-hmm. And they call them fans? Bullshit. I'm allowed to say that, right? Yeah, okay. sure. 
You, you already did. Well, that's what I said in my speech. I feel so terrible. I didn't even thank my wife in my acceptance speech or the good Lord above who's blessed me with this life. But I just, I, I, I you, you know, with, with the things that happened that day, you know, um, um, on the campus of UNLV and what you, we went through in the arena and all that stuff, my mind was just, I don't know, I just flipped a switch and I just know all the people that hammer on him. Um, I don't go on you, the page. I don't you thank look. Minion? But, What's that? Did you think? And I never, and, and I, 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 I have you know, many other things. He gave you your first job at cleaning out the stock trucks. Oh, I, I wouldn't be anywhere without the Survey family. <laughs> That's the dang truth, too. Uh, and my first rodeo were in Clovis, New Mexico, where I started the bareback riding, then ran down and loaded calves and bulldog and steers, and then went back up and did the bronc riding, and then came back down and yeah. But I, I don't think you could ever thank everybody. No. Because like even if if you. If they had no time limit, you'd miss somebody. You yeah. Know? Well, I think Gizmo did it the best, you know, when he won Act of the Year a couple of years ago. And he got up on stage and he threw that, like, that roll of a... Uh, that typewriter paper. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, and he rolled it out there. You know, I mean, that was classic, you yeah. know. And that's, a, you know, I'm surprised that man hasn't been on the top five for Clown of the Year because I haven't seen people work so hard at changing costumes and he his does. humor's funny and he's old. I mean, he's not as old as I because I, I had my heart crushed this week. You know, folks, for all of you to understand, you know, the contract personnel at the Pro Rodeo, and you can get fined for it, if you don't come to the rodeo and sign in with the secretary, you'll get, you know, get fined, you don't get credit for the rodeo and everything. Well, I've always made it a game to see who had the lowest card number. And uh, I've only been beat, you know, since we started this been in play, I've only been beat one time by Mildred Kilderman. And, and twice now, I forgot about Kurt Robinson. You know, their cards were lower. Well, this year during the convention, I was talking to Randy Munns, who I couldn't believe that he was 74 years old, and his card number was 125. And I was so crushed. I, you know, went back home and damn near cried because... What's your card number, Bert? My card, you know, my card number's lower than your dad's, but it's 135, which, you know, there's Jim Bob Feller, Leon Coffey, and myself, and now Randy Munns. But he said he rode barebacks, and, you know, for a couple of years, so his contested card was 135? Yes, sir. Mine's 331297. <laughs> well, I know my dad's number. Yeah. It's uh, 13754. Yeah, see, he's 200. And you know how I know that? Growing up, growing up before cell phones, when you'd have to actually call Procom, and my dad would, you know, Bronk Rumford C13754P. Mm -hmm. That's how I remember. You know, it's funny in this day and age. Would you enter your dad in rodeos or what? <laughs> no, but when my dad was entering rodeos, you know, and, and or calling for stock with Rumford Rodeo, you know, every time you called in, you had to give your your car number C one three seven five four. I don't remember much of anything, but I guarantee if you call Bronk Rumford, he would tell you that that's that's his actual card number. So, do you have the stone that uh, your card was first chiseled in? Yeah, along yeah, with, I, yeah uh, I do. Joshua you know, and Moses. Well, you and know, Noah. Noah was the first stock contractor. You know, and he'd sail in about Thursday, and they'd unload, sail you know, in. unload the stock on, you know, unload them and run them to the arena, and then they'd buck them, and Sunday night they'd load up and sail to the next rodeo. Let me ask you. So we, we talk about this all the time, and 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 uh, I give Boyd crap when he's, 
you know, I have lion rays and, and he's like, you know, oh, you know, oh my, uh, maybe I'm just a little bit too bright or this or that. And I'm like, what did you used to do when there was big bell horns hanging off oh, the announcer stand? But yeah. let me ask you, hold on, Bert, before you get that. But I want, like, what, like production meetings. When did they start having production meetings? Oh. I mean, besides, I, maybe you probably always got together the stock contract yeah. or the announcer going, yeah. hey, I'm going to do this. Exactly. And that was about exactly. it. I'm going to say maybe the late 90s, early 2000s when they started. When I started clowning, you know, there was, you know, some of the gods that nobody here remembers, like Cy Tolleman, Mel Lambert, or Mel Salem from Lambert, Oregon, and uh, uh, Bob Chambers, uh, Pete Logan. And if you got a rodeo with Pete Logan, oh, my God, because he hated clowns. Mm. Well, Mel Lambert was, and back in them days, you would tell a joke. You would tell the joke to the announcer. He would repeat it, then do his line, and then you would do your line. You know, and then when the wireless microphone came, yes, it was a good thing, but it was also a bad thing. Because it took away a lot away from the old school clown and, uh, or like a circus clown or the old rodeo clowns that it was a lot of pantomime. And yes. one thing that made me feel real good, and you guys were both there, uh, you know, when I, my last performance at Denver, uh, that Tommy Joe, and Tommy, know, Tommy Joe Lucia knows his crap. I mean, Absolutely. I mean, I would have hated me, Tommy Joe Lucia. And look at Anthony, announcer of the year. You know, I mean, the family is strong. And what he learned, but when he said, uh, you know, the goodbyes for me, that, that I'm one of the last true pantomime artists there is in the industry. And, you know, because how many times have you had bad sound or, or like the horns? Mm. Because we still have that at some rodeo. But I was always an old school where your actions were bigger than what they were, where you could be seen. You know, nowadays we have the pajama clowns. I'm not a big fan. Uh, I'm still old, old school traditional clowns where I put my outfit on and an hour after the rodeo, I could walk out in a crowd and nobody would know who I am. And, and that's the fun part of it. But it, it's evolved so much. But what hurts me is the rodeo clowns of nowadays, they, don't, they, they put the effort in, but they don't put the effort in. You know, they don't have the animal acts. Mm -hmm. They don't have the car acts. Mm -hmm. They don't have the big prop acts. You know, they fly, get on a plane, borrow somebody's barrel that puts them out of work, and... Uh, I do it. And, and you do it. You but, know, and, and you're very bad for your business, but, you know, um, <laughs> you know, and that's why you haven't been clown of the year the last several years, but... Uh, <laughs> no, I've not, I've not been trying for years. <laughs> yeah, well, well but, I, I think, though, that... It's just changed, though, too. You oh, know, yeah. there's not the time well, and the performances. Well, yeah, yes and no. You know, it's Unless a, you're in California. Well, you know, there's... You know, I've never been a fan of a rodeo that had to be done under than two hours. If a rodeo is rolling and there's a lot of action, the people are going to stay. They're going to buy another beer. You know, so I've never... And Cotton Rosser, you know, which I've maybe in my lifetime have worked seven rodeos for him. And I'm a California boy. And that's one reason why he'd never hire me. Because I lived there in a state. He'd always like to hire people from Oklahoma, Alabama. And he would say, tell the committee that... He's paying them fifteen hundred, and actually he's only paying the guy seven hundred, so he pocketed eight. But um, and that's all over the country. But with the clowns, you know, 
I like the old school. That's why I'm a big fan of Gizmo McCracken. Yeah. And I'm a fan of you guys, too, because oh, yeah. you, you've done a different style. And I'm very jealous because, just like I said earlier, i got to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning to get to night. You know, let's see. What are we, honey? See, she's still asleep. Uh, 19, I, we got 19 dogs. We got two dogs that we got to rehome and then a couple puppies that just couldn't go to the shelter that didn't work out. But, you know, we got to get to him, then drive 40 miles into town, try to find a parking spot here. And that kind of touches on another deal. Everybody says, let's build a bigger place for the NFR. Well, look how, you know, and the people that has come to this Cowboy Christmas over the years, how easy it used to be to get in here. And now it's a chore. You know, I mean, there's no parking. Every, everything's built out around it. So if you want to do the NFR right, you got to build an arena kind of like the Thomas and Mac. Make it an intimate setting because, folks, I remember the first time that I walked down the tunnel to perform in the opening. I was the first comedy act that ever performed at the, at the Thomas and Mac at the National Finals Rodeo with a dog that made me famous, a dog named Kelsey. And you can go to YouTube and type in Amazing Kelsey. And that was the act that made me famous. I brought an act to rodeo that nobody's ever seen. That dog took me to rodeo Houston, uh, Fort Madison, Fort Worth, uh, Cal Palace, you know, all the big ones. And I've continued on, you know, with it. But um, it's, I don't know, you know, to, you got to, when you walk down that tunnel, even the night you rehearsal, you know, like, Josh, how many times have you walked down that tunnel? A lot. Okay. When you Just walked down week. that tunnel Friday night, was there a difference? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've been on the staff for two years, but it's a lot different when you're in that chair. Exactly. And, and, and that was the same with me. I went to rehearsal. You know, I went to rehearsal the night before. And, folks, you know, you see the specialty acts perform during the rodeo. You know, when we do rehearsal, there's the, – Back when I was there, there were three stopwatches. They said you have 90 seconds, and that's it. Or they would ask you, how long is your act? Well, the first time I went to, you know, went there, and Bob and Boyd was the announcers, and uh, we, uh, you know, they asked me, how long is your act? And I said, a minute and 47 seconds. And they all looked at me like, you're crazy. We went out and did it. They're all looking at their stopwatches. There was Sid. Shane uh, Davis and and Kyle, and they're and and they're all looking at their stopwatches in a minute and forty seven seconds, and I'm sitting out there in the middle of the arena with Kelsey, and he, they they're talking. They go, "Can you do that again?" I said, "Sure." So we did it from the top. They stopped their stopwatches. It was a minute and forty seven seconds, and they're now they're baffled. And and I'm the first comedy act that ever performed at the NFR, and. And we had to do it a third time. They go, you don't mind, do you? And I said, no. And uh, I did it again, a minute and 47 seconds. And they go, Bert, come over here. And they, and they said, uh, you did this act three times at a minute and 47 seconds. And I said, well, you know, if you have Benji look at the music, the music is a minute and 47 seconds. We did the act to the music. And they told me to go home, you know. And that was the first time we was at the NFR. And the last time at the NFR, it's probably the reason why I haven't been back, is we're doing rehearsal. And, uh, and, you know, doing an animal act inside, indoors, 
you know, you never know. You always hear the people, oh, my horse can do it. But when you bring the horse to town, <laughs> you know, shit happens. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm very nervous with Kelsey. And we're, you know, we're doing a rehearsal. And I, for some reason, I looked at all the announcers, Benji and everybody that sits at the, you know, there along the wall. And they're all laughing. I'm going, oh, no. I, and they're just laughing. I'm going, I haven't even done nothing funny yet in the act. And I look over, and Kelsey is taking the biggest crap <laughs> that she could ever take. Now we're in the Thomas and Mac, and I'm going, I'm dead. Franny's at, the, Franny's at the out gate where Joe Bumgarner had the trash can that puked all the time every time he went out in a performance. You know, Franny's there, and I look at her, and her eyes are big. And I just know we're going home, right? And, and so I go with the papers in the trash can. I, you know, I pick up the, you know, I pick it up, put it in the trash can, and continue on with the act. And everybody's howling. <laughs> and I'm going, I'm done. I'm done. All of a sudden, Sean Davis is walking from the corridors down to his seat. He goes, Bert, I got a question for you. And I said, what is that? He goes, can you get her to do that tomorrow night? That was some funny shit. <laughs> Literally. Literally, you know, I like to shout at that. No pun intended. And then we started talk, reminiscing about Chuck Henson and his dog Beatrice and a few other, you know, a few other. Uh, um, so <laughs> that guy just, is well, in uh, Join Vegas. Yeah. Good for him. Is this his first day here? <laughs> Obviously. Yep. He's on the transition. Group. All right, cool. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I got no, it. I nothing, got it. nothing like telling a clown joke and, and, and they run a sponsor flag right there. <laughs> right. Okay, thank you, bud. Hey, so I got a question, though, and I don't, I don't even know if I've asked this before on the last time you were here, but, you know, with your dog. Do we I, really remember the last time I yeah, was here? Yeah, because last time I was in San Antonio. Oh, yeah. We were together. You were in my trailer. Yeah. But, but uh, so when you work, go work a lot of the circuses with your dog act, like, is there, is there time frames at circuses? Or how, how does that work out, like the difference between the rodeo performance and the circus performance uh, for an for a, a act like you? Well, see, you know, and I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, Franny and I had to make a big decision this year. You know, I've worked for two circuses. Uh, the last, in 17, I worked for the first circus. We toured across Canada, went to Alaska, and... Uh, and, and it was the coolest 30 days. I, can, I could sit here for three hours and tell you some of the wildest stories. And my wife that is sound asleep over there right now, you know, we're saying that this is no BS. But what we did in the circus when we traveled with them. Now, I'm going to say traveled. We traveled with the circus in 21, you know, a year after the pandemic in California. So you know what it was, you know, it, it, it was still, you know, it, it was a blue state and it was still kind of rocky there, but we traveled with a circus. We did eight weeks for the circus at the same place, uh, 80 shows, 80 shows in eight weeks in one place. It was the funnest time that I've ever had. And then after the last performance of the circus, we overnighted it to Vegas to set up for the convention. And then they have a little mixer with, you know, one of our uh, announcers, sound man uh, directors, and a longtime friend, Jesse Knudsen, that's sitting over there. He walked up to, uh, you know, uh, Franny and I and goes, Bertie, he goes, I've never seen you so happy. Well, 
you know, I got about $18,000 in my pocket and I got paid the night before. I'm pretty damn happy when you come to pay Vegas when you got a paycheck the day before. But what we did in the circus, we did the opening, you know, which was about a five minutes and halfway through the opening and the opening, Franny would bring out Ralphie and Ralphie was a, a nine week old puppy and we'd have Winnie. The, our, one of our standard poodles and when everybody was dancing in the arena I would get Winnie to stand on her hind legs and she would walk around all the jugglers and everything and then we would disappear Giovanni Zopi um, would go out and, and would do a little roti- routine a clown routine and then the music would start the curtains would open and we'd come running out with the dogs and we did six and a half minutes and actually um it helped us in our in, in, in our show. Our you know our monthly crew now, and I'm on my third set, getting ready to put our fourth set together. Um, that it had fine-tuned us so much because you only have six and a half minutes. And you know what's hard for me as me being a rodeo clown for all these years. When I do my dog act and they screw up, I have material for the rest of the day. You know, but when I'm a specialty act or work in the circus, I got six and a half minutes and we got to be good and, and exciting and then leave. And that's all we did, you know, for 80 performances. And well, this year, Zopi called, you know, Giovanni called me up and he wants me on the run from the middle of July to the end of January, which is about 300 performances. Uh, we would drive about 3,500 miles from the time we leave home they get back home 3,500 miles. That's nothing. And, and uh, it was a pretty cool deal. I was all, I was ready to go. And then I booked a couple rodeos during that time span that paid. And, and I thought, you know, because, you know, if you all follow along on the unofficial Cowboy Channel page, you know, I can be not rude, but I'm trying to, you know, we love fans, but we want them to understand our game. And sometimes on the internet, these warriors just go stupid on us. So, you know, there's several of us that try to explain what's going on where they, where they get an education. And, well, I'm one of the foes there. But um, we, uh, once I got all these rodeos, and I don't got all of them. There were just a couple of rodeos, and two of, one of them was on my bucket list. You know, uh, doing the Angola prison rodeo. <laughs> I've always wanted to do it, you know, and, you know, we're in negotiations to go there. And, it, you know, it turned us not away from the circus. It just that, you know, uh, 300 performances compared to, you know, maybe 30 performances. And, and then we get done the end of January and say San Antonio or Rodeo Austin you know, wants me to come back, and that's 18 days. And, you know, we worked pretty hard there, and I wanted my dogs to be fresh there. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, we didn't go that way, but it, it's been fun. And, I, you know, and we had plans of doing it, but, you know, we decided to stay with Rodeo. Next year, you know, we are talking about the card numbers. Next year, I've had a card, uh, a PRCA card. Well, actually, RCA and PRCA card for 50 years. And, you know, and I'm a survivor. You know, I, I'm not famous. I'm very proud of what Franny and I get our dogs to do. I've tried to keep a tradition alive of having animal acts. Uh, in 1974, one of the living, you know, at that time, the living legends was Wilbur Plogger. And I don't know any of you know, remember Wilbur Plogger. He did Houston, Denver, 
San Antonio. Uh, I mean, he did a lot. You know, yeah, Calgary. Yeah. You know, he did them all. Hall of Famer. You know, it would be great to have a run like he did and have it for five or six years. Well, my last rodeo of my first year was in Fresno, California, with Wilbur, John Taylor, one of the great. Funniest barrel man of all time, Rick Shielders, rest in peace, one of the craziest bullfighters from California, and myself. And Wilbur goes, and I'm 16 years old, and I asked Wilbur for advice. He goes, I'm not going to give you very much advice because you're going to take my job. But he said, if you do acts with kids and animals, people will love you your whole career. And besides having my kids act, when my kids were little, I've always had animal acts, and I carry on that tradition. It hurts right now. We have a dog in the trailer right now that is 18 and a half years old. He's the last dog that is alive from America's Got Talent when we was on there in 2010. And he needs to go. But I can't, and Franny can't put him down. A tick, he was delivered to us at the South Point Casino here from a shelter up, out in California. Delivered at the South Point. And we're at the convention. And, you know, folks, the PRC convention is the biggest shark tank. It's ugly. <laughs> now, I have a booth, and I'm trying to get jobs, and Franny and I do not have an act. We, we, we have dogs that can kind of do some tricks, but we don't have an actual act. And I'm trying to sell myself with no, with no solid act. And we got home, had friends from Canada come down and see us, and they go, when's your first show? And I said, you know, Mother's Day weekend in Sonora, California. And uh, they go, and you're going to be ready? And I said, yes, we will be. And that was about the middle of February. And uh, Mother's Day weekend, we brought, we brought 10 dogs out and performed for the first time. Uh, the guy that got me started rodeo years ago, his dad had some bulls, and we bucked at Lake Don Pedro. And uh, I said, you know, you, you better get the media because you're going to see, you know, you're going to see things that, you, you've never seen before because I haven't seen them because this is the first time. And it, it was kind of funny, the first performance. Years ago, all my dogs would run out of the arena after we were done with an act. They'd hear their certain music and they would run out of the arena. Well, during our tribute for the dogs, one of my senior dogs, while we're doing the, the tribute, he runs out of the arena. And at Sonora, California, it's kind of hard to get to our trailer. He runs to the trailer at the back door wanting in and realized none of the other dogs were with him. And when it came to, to, for Bob Feist to tell what the act is, you know, what, what he is, here comes Henry all the way back from a trader, running back, jumps on his seat, and Bob Feist goes, that was perfect timing. You know, and, and you know, the stories that I can share, you know, you know, with all the animals. You know, actually, you know, what's kind of funny about uh, you was talking earlier and you're a part of it, of the, about Wade Sandell. You know, one of the funniest stories that I had with Wade Sandell. Now, you remember Delilah, the shaggy cow dog. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, we spent a couple of days at your dad's house because I was working for your dad. And Robert, it was Robert, the, the case. Corgi. The case Corgi. Well, Robert bred Delilah. And we had that puppies. was my dog. Yeah, <laughs> and we had puppies in Elko, Nevada. Well, we trained one to be the comedy dog, and she was a half Welsh corgi, you know, half uh, shaggy cow dogs. So she stood about that tall, and about that long, right? She was about that long. Well, we're in Medicine Hat, Alberta, 
And uh, Wade was running back to the van, and he ran right by our trailer and backed in. I used to tie the dogs up to the trailer. Well, Bernie, being that big, was at the very back. And Wade comes running by, and Bernie comes out and hits the end of her rope. And Wade Sundell went about 15 feet sideways. And I'm sitting down watching this shit. And it was so funny. Because here comes Wade, and you know Wade and his personality. And, you know, I knew what he was running to the van for. And I'm just giggling and laughing. And he comes around my trailer, and Bernie hits the end of that rope. And, and Wade went about 15 feet sideways. And... <laughs> God, it was so funny because, you know, I think he was winning, winning the bronc riding there at Medicine Hat, and he went sideways. And I said, wait, you're scared of a dog that big? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but when, it don't matter what size. When a dog flies out from underneath the trailer, though. It's going to scare you. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, Bert, we got to get you back on for another Raw. This is, there's never enough time. And, and you know what I want to tell you all about Bert, though, which uh, Bert is my friend. I've known him my whole life. I call I call Bert a lot, and I get advice from Bert. And Bert even talks shit about me to me. But you know what? That's yeah. why I appreciate you. You dang right. Because yeah. we're friends. Yeah. Like we can talk, and and you know uh, when, I, when you when you return your calls, yeah, you know, we can talk. But I I've learned a lot from my <laughs> my clowning career. I've learned a lot from Bert. You know, one of the first interviews I did when I won Clown of the Year to one of those magazines. I don't remember which one. I was talking about Bert Davis and. When he first showed up in Kingfisher, Oklahoma, with a brown truck and a Rodney Carrington CD, so, <laughs> but, and, and my goat act, because at that time, I, you know, my dog act, the comedy dog Spotalina, had cancer, and I had to, uh, you know, you know, bring some acts. Fog you know, hat, the goat. Act, so, I, you know, you know, fog hat, <laughs> Cushing, Oklahoma. You know, that's a night I don't want to remember. But anyway, <laughs> um, you know, what this year. You know, people go, well, how was your year? And I said, uh, you know, we was busy when it was slow, and I was slow when it was busy. But I will, I'm very proud of what Franny and I had done. When we did Denver, we came out and did the Trash Can Act. And that was probably Kitty's last go-round. And then two weeks later, we go to San Antonio, and we come out and bring the Muttley crew. And there's not too many entertainers that can come out and bring acts like that to keep the audience entertained. Uh, San Antonio, when we did the, the four-up barrel race, it was so loud when we did it that I couldn't even yell command because they thought, you know, all our training is voice command. And as loud as that building was at San Antonio when the four dogs were running barrels, I, I quit yelling commands because they thought I'd be mad and then they would, you know, then they go, what are we doing wrong? And, you know, and San Antonio was nervous because one of my star dogs just had a puppy, had puppies on Monday night. Rehearsal was Wednesday night. Her first performance was Friday. So I was nervous, but I was very proud of this year. I bring in two feature acts, you know, that uh, at two big rodeos. And it wasn't the same thing because, you know, Cowboy Channel, you know, oh, well, we've seen that act before. Or we heard that clown joke. Mm. Well, folks, you know, don't go to a Rodney Carrington concert, you know, at 14 different cities the same year because you're going to hear the same stuff, you know. And, uh, and I was very proud that what we accomplished at the first year. And, uh, you know, well, I'm available for 20. There you go. <laughs> yeah, you should look him up, Coppertown Clown, Burt Davis, and uh, get with him on some good family, good uh, wholehearted uh, uh, entertainment. So, hey, did but, you uh, ever find my flash drive? 
No, that thing's gone. <laughs> I don't know where we. I did can it. put all your music. Yeah. I need to send oh, you no. one. Yeah, no, no, I, I don't know it. what happened. I, you know, I got it. You know, now I, you know, on my flash drive, you know, I have a flash drive, a new one, and so you know how it has the files. Well, see, I have you know Burt Davis's music and Burt Davis's porn. Well, it. I tell everybody, don't go to the porn. And oh, Bert, it, let's it, not do this. It right can now. tell, it can tell on my phone if you guys go Bert. watch it. Bert. So, Bert. be sure to check out the Burt Davis Raw. Okay, <laughs> this was the this is the Quiet Down Division. <laughs> like, was it? Well, I don't remember. You know what though? How do you remember? It's Burt. Shut your mouth. Round of applause for a man that's put his <laughs> whole life in rodeo. The Copper Town Clown, oh, my friend. <laughs> There's only you know what, Bert, go sit down. <laughs> There's only one Bert Davis, and there is. That's why I love Bert. You just can't. love Bert. All right, now let's get to something fun. Yeah, well, that, no, was, that fun. was fun, but even more fun than that. So tomorrow morning is the first ever, and okay, all y'all walking by, you might stop. Everybody, stop out there. We got an opportunity. Yep, or keep walking, girls. Oh my God, look at my blue shirt, my hair. Not paying attention. Oh, well. <laughs> anyway. So, tomorrow morning is the first ever 10 a.m. performance of the NFR at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. You can't buy tickets. You can't. You have to know somebody that has them. And we have tickets to give away to tomorrow morning. Two pair. 10 a.m. performance of the NFR. So, Hambone, I'm going to let you give these two. However you see fit, hmm. Pete Carr has given these tickets to us. Uh, to help us out, so if you if we do give you the tickets, if you wouldn't mind taking a picture and tagging Pete Car Rodeo and telling Pete thanks for what he's done, two tickets. Is there anybody here as a couple? As a oh, that really narrowed it down. No, that didn't really help. Hmm. No, you guys are not. You guys are okay. Right over there, we got it. Well, that lovely couple right there. Come up here. Come up here, you two. Look at this. I I I, I don't know. He's got a. He's carrying a bag. Can, can we see what you've bought in the bag before we give you these tickets? I can't tell you what's in the front bag because I'm not allowed to look at it. You're not allowed. Oh, it's a Christmas. Does that say kinky? <laughs> oh, God. Bert, what'd you buy? You bought a minky. My bad. Minky. There's a lot How much have you guys spent today? $6,000. <laughs> How much? $400. 400 so you've only been here for 20 minutes. Okay. Are y'all married? Yep. How long have you been married? Two years. Okay. Wait a minute. You've been together for 11 years and only married for two? Round of applause for that. All right. Nice. I want this couple sitting down right here. Come up here. You, or you just stand over here. You don't have to come up. How long have you all been married? 56. There we go. Two years, 56 years. How about that? You know what? Let's do it. From Pete Carr Pro Rodeo, let's send two couples. To, can you go tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock? Here you go from Pete Carr Pro Rodeo. Two tickets for you. 56 years of marriage. 56. That should be a gold buckle. You're 18 and you were 19 when you got married? I'm 75. 75. Well, congratulations. Hey, you if two. anything else, round of applause for that, y'all. There you go. Tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Thomas and Mac. Well, you know, everybody, you on, on behalf of Hambone and I and, and Ferg and Whitney and Ashley and the whole group at Rump Chat, rodeopatch.com. Check them out. Hey, go down. Will you please go down there? Go down there and say hello yeah. to our friends at Red River Arenas. Everything's from goat roping arenas to lead up alleys to hay feeders to hog traps. Yep. Anything you need, 
uh, Gold Buckle Beer. There's a Gold Buckle Beer bar. If you've ever had a, a taste for a beer, go get you a beer in the corner. Tonight's get you a beer, get boots a beer. Tonight's going to be, be a great night uh, at the NFR. Go get an autograph from Eric Rogers. Humani Tatanka. Hohoachi. Hey, Eric. That's my friend. Let's get it going. And Brody Crest. Brody Crest yeah. is over there, too. Got Brody Womanizer. Crest is in Iowa, Iowa. Oh, he's got Womanizer? He's got the Womanizer tonight. Eric is a Womanizer. So, now. Thank you all for tuning in to Rub Chat. Oh, and go by. Thank Huge, huge thank you to Cinch Jeans and Shirts. Just a great partner of Rump Chat. Uh, Jessica, Rachel, all the girls, thank you. Huge shout out. Go buy you something. Get some Christmas gifts. But uh, tomorrow, I will not be here. You'll be at the perf with these guys. I'll be working Yeah, with my new friends. And uh, But Tommy Joe Lucia is going to fill in. So he is awesome. He's got his own podcast with Kendra Santos. Uh, what's that what's one called? That's uh, uh, No Spin Rodeo. No Spin Rodeo. Another yeah. great podcast. So. Uh, Check it out. We'll uh, see you tomorrow. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody.